Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the Business of Happiness. I'm so grateful to have you join me here today. I hope you enjoyed the trailer episode, letting you know a little bit about what the Business of Happiness podcast is. Today, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper, and I'll share with you some of the messages that I really hope to get across with this podcast, and a little bit about my background as well. Next week, we're going to dive right into one of the very best and strongest lessons that I have learned on this journey that really has impacted not only the success of my business, but also my happiness and fulfillment as a result of it. And that is the law of attraction. What you focus on expands. But today, I am so eager to get diving right into the meat and let you know the purpose of this podcast and why you should even pay any attention to this. Because if you're like me, I am very busy. Successful business leaders, successful entrepreneurs have very little time in their day, and that is the point. Taking time for yourself and to focus on yourself is so, so critical. What means so much to me and what I am so passionate about is getting the message out that happiness and success is possible. Fulfillment, personal inner fulfillment, as a result of what you do every day, of your career, of your work, of the success you are so likely to achieve in your business, is possible to have all of that and feel happiness. I want to let everyone know that there are so many great tools and tips to share so that you can find that there is ability to find purpose and true interconnection, even with all the satisfaction of success. I think where this comes for me is recognizing in business working and working and working and working that often we feel very unfulfilled. I've been there myself. I know what it's like to be on that treadmill and that trajectory of fighting, fighting, fighting to make it work, seeing this great success because that's one thing successful business leaders already know. We know how to put in the work. We know the dedication and the sacrifice it takes to be great. The challenge is how to be great and happy. How to be great at what you do and feel great at the same time. How not to sacrifice yourself in the process. One line that I love to use is when you feel good, 
you can do good. And I believe that right in my core because I've seen it in my own life. I've seen when I've been in that place of despair that I really was an ineffective leader. I was not as good or as successful when I was in that depressed, unhappy place. But when I'm able to be in a place of complete fulfillment and satisfaction and gratitude and feel really good about myself, it's incredible what happens around you. It's incredible to see that not only can your, your business do even better, but suddenly everything around you does better as well. So let me tell you a little story. When this all came to me and I realized I needed to make a change was when I found myself with all the trappings of commercial and uh, success that society deems as being successful. You know, I had the house, I had the kids, I had the husband, I had the practice. Here I am an orthodontist in a community and have a whole team of people working with me. And I was completely depressed. In fact, it wasn't the depression that I recognized. Looking back on it now and reflecting on it, I can see that I was depressed. But what it felt like at the time was terror. It felt like fear. It felt like any minute that house of cards was going to tumble down. And I know that that is a feeling that many of you can relate to. When you get to that place where you wake up one day and say, I have spent my whole life building on this dream. I have sacrificed so much towards this dream. And now I don't even know what it was for. Have you ever had that feeling where you wake up and you look in your mirror and you literally don't recognize yourself? That happened to me. I literally didn't even recognize the face staring back at me. I didn't like the person staring back at me. I didn't like that every day I was fighting just to get to the night. You know, when you come home and you're like, I am exhausted, I just wanna to escape today. But when that happens every single night, that felt toxic to me. What felt toxic is I was pushing through the work week just to get to Saturday. And there was a point where I sat back and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm only living two days a week. Out of seven days a week that we're gifted that I have the great opportunity to be alive, I was rushing and pushing and forcing five days to go by just to make it to the weekend. And then slowly that was even being eroded from me because on a Sunday, you're stressing at midday. I start stressing about Monday morning. That's what it felt like. I was even robbing the weekend of myself. So one and a half days a week, I feel like I can actually live my life. It was devastating to me. It was devastating. And I felt ineffective. I felt like I was doing something wrong. I also remember the feeling of being trapped. So on the one hand, I felt fearful. And on the other hand, I felt like I had no control. And by control, I think when I reflect back on it, I meant I felt like I had no options. I couldn't change anything. So 
For me, I'm a dentist. I'm an orthodontist. That was my dream. I was so happy when I was young, so excited to have this dream of being an orthodontist for because for me, it married the two most wonderful things in my life that I was so excited to bring to this world. And that was the incredible science and healthcare and also artistry and design and vision and being able to imagine somebody smile and then put science with that artistry and create beautiful smiles. I also love the entrepreneurship of owning my own business. I love the idea of being a leader of a team. So let me tell you, before I started on this journey, when I was learning about what I wanted to be and dreaming of what I wanted to be, this was the pinnacle. And here is a very familiar story that many of you will resonate with is I told myself, I'm going to put in all the time and effort. I know how to become an orthodontist. Tell me what tests to take. Tell me what books to read. Tell me who to listen to. I'm going to put in the time. I'm going to sacrifice my life in the pursuit of that goal. And then I'll be happy. That's the story I told myself. I just got to slug it out now. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Because one day I will be happy. That's how I sacrificed my 20s. A decade. A decade of studying and pushing and denying myself. There were times where I didn't do laundry. I didn't take care of my body. I got into really bad habits because I was pouring myself into doing, 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 doing in pursuit of this goal. And it worked. It worked. We know hard work pays off. It does. I became an orthodontist. I had all the things. Putting in, sacrificing, denying myself worked. And it also eroded from me. By ignoring my body, by ignoring my dreams, by ignoring my happiness, I was found myself in a place where I had aged physically and emotionally decades. I felt like an old woman. Even in my 30s, I had trouble conceiving because I'd been neglecting my body for so long. I had trouble going on vacation. The first vacation we took, my husband and I, we finally got to a place where we could take a break. He, from his studies, by this point, I already owned my own practice and he was still in his residency. And we finally had an opportunity to go on vacation together. We booked a trip to Costa Rica. We went to Costa Rica and I kid you not, we paid extra money from Costa Rica to come home early. That is a true story. The trip wasn't long. It was only scheduled for two weeks and we couldn't last that long. We could not bring ourselves to slow down long enough to enjoy a holiday, a break that we had been begging for and knowing in our bones we needed. We couldn't make it two weeks. We came back early. <laughs> you know, you'd think that would be a wake-up call. It wasn't. I kept going because that's what I'm good at. How many of you can relate to that? I am so good at pushing through the day. If I need to pee, I don't even notice. If I need to eat, 
I don't even notice. The day is on the agenda and I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. I really, it doesn't even bother me. But then I get home at night and I could eat a house. And I, and that's what I did. I would walk in the door at the end of the workday and lose myself to food, alcohol, Netflix, Facebook, whatever escape I could find. Suddenly all those urges were crawling at me because I'd been neglecting all those needs all day long. There's a way out. There is a way to see and appreciate and value all that success. There's a way to be a great leader and have a really successful business and inner fulfillment and not ignore your own needs and not sacrifice your own happiness. You know, another wake up call for me was when I realized the message I was giving to my children, what they were seeing was me disappearing before they left for school in the morning. I would get to work, go to work. Then I'd come back hours after they had come home from school, slipped in there to eat dinner, rush food in my mouth, push it down, and then either get back to work again or lose myself to some activity that didn't involve them. And the language I was hearing them hear me say was, I have to drown out this day. I got to forget this day. This was a rough day. I got to get over it. I got to get through it. How can I forget this day? I need this big glass of wine just to forget about the day. I was teaching them that this is what success looks like. Success looks like punishing yourself all day long and then coming home and forgetting about it. And I was teaching them that they were not the way that I was going to find happiness and relief at the, and in the evening when I got home from work. They couldn't do it for me. I couldn't even be more to them. I'm an orthodontist. I work with teenagers all day long. I am on display all day long. I have a pediatric dentist friend of mine who says the same thing. I mean, we put on a show for every kid. And by the end of the day, I used to feel drained. I couldn't put it on for another kid. I couldn't be there. I couldn't be present for my own children because I had drained myself during the day. And that's what I was teaching my children. And that was the wake up call. I think we all know as parents that the one thing we wish more than anything for our children is happiness. If anyone ever asks you as a parent, what do you want for your child? Of course, that's the first answer. That's the first thing everybody says. I don't care what they do. I don't care who she is. I don't care what her dreams are. I just want her to be happy, right? That was true for me. That's all I want for my children. But I didn't ask the same for myself. That was the critical part. My children learn from me because I model for them what they should and shouldn't do. It's so hypocritical for me to say to my kids, don't go to bed with an iPad when I go to bed with an iPad. Here I was telling them, all I want is for you to be happy, and I was not. The other thing that happens when you are so fearful and depressed 
in your own heart, it starts to seep into your business. There gets a point where hard work and dedication and sacrifice just doesn't cut it anymore. You get to a certain level of success and then man, is there a weight on your shoulders. And what the magic is, is needing to let go. These are the things I wanna talk about in this podcast. There are many, many, many successful business leaders who have figured out how to find happiness. And this is what means so much to me. As a dentist and many of my colleagues, we've spent hundreds and thousands, sometimes millions on our education. This is a commitment. We've bought in, we've invested in this career. There is no waking up and saying, oops, I shouldn't have been a dentist. Let's just forget this and become a yoga instructor. That's not an option for many people in my profession, as I'm sure in many business pursuits. That is scary to even imagine. So we start to just think that that's not even possible. I've committed to this. I got to keep going. This is my bed I made and I have to lie in it. And that's the attitude. Here we go. This is what I chose. There's another way. There is another way. There's so much wealth and expertise that you have accumulated in all your hard work, in all the years of studying, in all the efforts of building your empire, of building your business, of building your team. Just throwing it away should not have to be an option. Maybe it is. Maybe for you, that's something that is necessary, but it doesn't have to be that way. There is a way to marry that purpose and that fulfillment with the talent and expertise that you have garnered over decades. That is what I hope to bring to this community. Over the next few years, my goal is to interview as many successful business leaders and entrepreneurs as I can. Each of them hopefully will have a little nugget to share. And if my lessons that I've learned over the past two decades don't resonate with you, maybe somebody else's will. Because each of our journeys is so individual. That's one of the secrets. That's the first little secret that I learned is that I had created for myself an image of success that somebody else created. Somewhere along the way, I got an idea of what success was, that society, my friends, my family, my cohort, all had influenced me to believe in. I never asked myself what success would look like that redefinition of success for ourselves is so critical, so important. And being able to address the whole scary issue of judgment, self-judgment. When I choose and start thinking about what I really want for my own happiness, how to let that judgment go so that I can allow myself to feel happy. I think we know this in our hearts. We know it when we feel like frauds. We know that when we, we hear that buzzword, imposter syndrome, that many very successful people have, 
especially women, I hear that from so many of my friends and clients, is that they feel like an imposter. What that is, that's that inner voice telling you that you're living something that's not authentic to your true self. That's that whisper that there's some incongruity between your values and your actions. That's the first whisper and starting to get in touch with your own inner voice is so important. You know, I really just want to take a minute here to say how impressed I am that you've stayed with me this long. If you've gone this long through this video or through this podcast, you really have challenged yourself to think a little bit differently. This is a new mindset. This is something they didn't teach us in dental school. They don't teach in business school. They don't teach in high school or college. They don't teach us how to find self and inner fulfillment. And it's so funny to me because, especially in business, it's such a critical skill because acknowledging and honoring inner fulfillment, once you do that as a business leader, your business success skyrockets. Measurable success. Your family's happiness just improves. It starts to seep off on the world around you. It's incredible that this is one thing we've never learned. It's time for us to start sharing these skills. So thank you for being brave enough to listen, brave enough to think a little bit differently, brave enough to think outside of the traditional ways, the traditional teachings of success and business. Thank you again. I'm very excited to start this journey. As I mentioned, I am eager to share with you some of those nuggets that I've learned over the last two decades and the tools that I use for inner fulfillment. I'm so excited to get to know this beautiful community more. I'm so excited to get to learn about your stories and to have you share them with me and to share them with the rest of us so that we can all be supporting each other in this journey. And thank you. Thank you for all that you do. If you're listening and you have resonated with this topic, if the business of happiness has spoken to you, it means this is of value to you. And I know that each and every one of you are leaders in your own right. You don't have to own a business to be a leader. Each of us is a leader of our own dreams. The question is, do we ever pick up that gauntlet and carry it? Or do we just stuff our dreams down to the side and say, I'm not worthy of that dream? At what point did we decide we are not worthy of a dream of happiness? The one thing we all wish most for our loved ones. At what point did we decide that we weren't deserving of that dream as well? It's time to change. It's time to look at success in a different way. It's time we think of success differently and value and honor our feelings, value and honor the inner voice, value and honor our happiness. Thank you again. I'm so grateful to you for joining me. I'm excited to see you again next week. The Law of Attraction has been a powerful influence in my business and in my happiness. So let's get started next week. Have a wonderful week and thank you for being here.
Thank you again for joining me on this week's episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from the perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes at embracethelead.com. I look forward to exploring fulfillment in business with you again next week. And remember, today is going to be a great day. Thank you.